0: It's about to go down, in a minute, let me touch down, I'ma get
1: it, cause I, I've been waiting all night, it's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weitz, and Ryan Fox.
0: Well, good morning, and welcome to Tuesday. This, uh, no, it's not Tuesday, this is Wednesday. Welcome to Wednesday. Oh, that's a good start. Welcome to Wednesday. This is game time. Your first word in sports right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us this morning as we uh, kick off a brand new day. It's a beautiful morning. I mean, it is a beautiful morning. Pleasant temperatures. Spring is here, isn't it? We're through with the cold weather? Nope. You don't think? All right. Ward, good morning. How are you? Good. Hang on a second. Leveque just scored again.
2: Well, did they ever.
0: Boy, we'll talk about that in a minute. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you, Tom? Good. Ryan's been talking to some fancy folks, Ward. He's been talking. Who all you been
3: talking to? Who were you talking to yesterday? I talked to uh, the direct Director of Communications for the Renegades of the XFL and for the Roughnecks, the Houston team in the XFL. Well, there you go.
0: So. How about that? The Renegades are out of Arlington, right? Yes. Now, are they going to be called Dallas or are they going to be called Arlington?
3: The they were Dallas the first go-around, but now they're going to be Arlington. They're going really to Arlington, yeah. Really?
0: Well, it is in Arlington, after all. Yep. But, you know, the New York Giants and the New York Jets play in New Jersey, so I don't know.
3: The Buffalo Bills play in Orchard Park.
0: Yeah, but hey, Ward, do you remember it, that when the Cowboys elected to leave the Cotton Bowl and were moving into Texas Stadium in Irving – Everybody was curious whether they were going to be called the Irving Cowboys. Yes. I mean, that was a big deal. It really was a big deal. People were, I mean, up in arms. Yeah, they
2: didn't like the idea of no. being in, in, in Irving.
0: No. I mean, you're how, did, how dare you? First of all, how dare you leave Dallas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you certainly cannot call them the Irving Cowboys. But, I mean, it really was a legit deal. People were up in arms. So... I wonder how many people have seen... Have you seen games in all three stadiums? Yes. I have two. But I bet there's not a ton of people that have seen games in the Cotton Bowl, Texas Stadium, and AT&T. I bet there's not. Probably not. I remember seeing... I was a little bitty dude when I saw the Cowboys play in the Cotton Bowl. I mean, we were in town to We didn't even live here. We were in town, I think, for like Christmas or something. It came in early, and Cowboys were playing. Pretty cool. I don't know how we got there. But anyway, all right, uh, good morning. Welcome into the program. Coming up a little later on, we'll – oh, boy, this does my heart well. We're going to talk some Major League Baseball with Jeff Wilson from Rangers today. Jeff covers the Rangers. Well, uh, he's in spring training. And we'll touch base with him as we get going. And I'm telling you, from what I understand, it's not just pitchers and catchers that showed up in Surprise Arizona Ward, Ryan. Yeah, uh, today's there's, the day. There's a, but they have a lot of everyday players that are there. They have a lot of minor league players that showed up early. I think everybody – I think that it's a new beginning with a new manager. With Bruce Bochy at, at the helm, and I think, you know – Think I think they got a different feel. Mike Maddox is the is the pitching coach. Greg Maddox, I think we've all heard that name once or twice. He's in camp with the Rangers as a special assistant. He's the new pitching coach. Mike is Mike Maddox is the pitching yeah. coach. Greg is there to help Mike for yeah. the, for the month for for spring training. Right. So that'd be cool. So we'll talk to Jeff about all that. I've been looking at the rule changes, fellas. There are several significant changes that are taking place for this year. We'll talk about those. And I think they're – and I don't know that there's a real right or wrong answer to the questions, you know, if you like them or don't like them. I think that the rule changes are going to be in the eye of the beholder. I mean – I think if you are one of those who really want the pace of play, the action on the field to to increase, I think you probably like some of these changes. If you were just fine with the way the the, the Major League Baseball and, and baseball in general was played, you're probably not so crazy about some of these rule changes. I, I, again, I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer to any of this, but Major League Baseball's made some significant, significant rule changes. And they're going to affect immediately and and we'll, we'll dive into some of those a little later on this morning. let's uh, let's begin the show last night right here on ESPN Central Texas, we began our high school basketball coverage. La Vega played Gerald down in Temple, by district. Ward was there to make the, for the call, did a great job. Ward, who's going to beat La Vega?
2: Uh, I don't know <laughs> just to be fair that's that's a really good basketball team all the way around defensively
0: wrong you had eyes on it. I listened, no disrespect to Gerald, no disrespect to anybody, but they won by seventy, and they 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 backed off. Mm-hmm. I mean they could have won by more. Oh yeah, there's no doubt, no doubt. So, they pumped the brakes a little bit and still win by 70 Yeah, in they, a playoff game. They they
2: played very well. Again, defensively, they were able to get the steals they needed. They had 24 uh, turnovers at halftime and ended up with 41.
0: So, and more turnovers than points. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the intensity in which Lobega yeah. plays? Yeah, they does, they, does, they go after the basketball. Does defense set up offense or does their offense? It's both. I Is mean, it...
2: yeah, it's, it's a well-rounded basketball team. There's no doubt. They, now, look, defense turns into transition basketball. There's no doubt uh, that that's a big part of it. But when they're on the offensive end, they can set the offense. They run a motion offense that's very, very good and get the ball around the horn and find the open shot. Would they prefer to be in transition? I don't think it matters. I mean, I, you know, I, at, watching last night and talking to Coach Willis, I don't, I don't think it matters. Uh, and they're not afraid. They're not afraid to dial up from outside the arc either.
0: What did you find out about La Vega last night that maybe you didn't know in your prep for the game?
2: They're fast. They're Speed quick. of the game. Yeah, they're very quick. Very quick. Quick hands. Quick feet. They do a good job. They get down low, and they play defense. They use their hands. They knock the ball away and 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 get going in the other direction pretty quickly. And their offensive motion is very fast.
0: Do they share, or is there somebody that is kind of the no, focal they, point of the they, offense? They move
2: the ball around. They get it around the horn and find the open shot. Oh,
0: he doesn't care who shoots. No.
2: Doesn't matter. Just get to the open spot in the floor and take the shot you got.
0: Well, that's – uh. It's a nice, comforting feeling for a coach when you know that. Hey, look, I got I got shooters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and more importantly, I got scorers. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of shooters. I can put it in the hole. Yeah, and it sounded like that. It sounded like that. Uh, and again, I was I was listening last night, and there was a lot of transition basketball because, mm-hmm. it, it, heck, they were. They were getting a steal going to the glass and, and laying it up and getting back to the other end and getting ready to do it again.
2: Right. And they you know, they use the press very well, but then they drop back at half court and they can still play defense half court. Got Tony Irv's even at half court. So
0: I am assuming with their with their speed and in and athleticism, they play a lot of man, not zone. No, they stayed in man last night. So they never even got in a zone. No. How about that?
2: Well, stayed in man the entire game.
0: Off and running. So now what's next?
2: Now they'll be in Bryan tomorrow night to take on Houston Yates. What do we do? We know anything about Yates right now? Yates is a good basketball team. I mean, it's not. It's not going to be. It won't be seventy. No, it's not going to be. Roll the ball out and let's you know get home as quickly as we can. But it it'll be a game. Yates is Yates will give them give them some fits from the offensive end. They can move the ball around as well.
0: All right, so that. Uh... That'll be coming up tomorrow night, uh, and so we think the tip is about seven fifteen mm-hmm. to seven thirty ish, some somewhere in somewhere that, in that area. area. Okay. So, but uh, and I guess that helps people travel getting down to Bryan, right? So, and we'll have it right here on ESPN with Ward. So that'll be that'll be good stuff. We we mentioned the double header that was going on over at Lorena last night in in two way basketball, and uh, it was. Crawford and Bosqueville both winning. Crawford beat Riesel 46-28. to Bosqueville beat Axel 40-14. to So, uh, on to the area round for Crawford and for Boskyville. Crawford will play Frankston. Bosqueville will take on Love Lady. Uh, other games in that 2 a uh, region in area playoff, Hamilton will take on Winthorse and Moody will take on Martin's Mill. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not familiar with Martin's Mill, that is a little basketball factory. They don't play football. Uh, it for on the boys and the girls side, it's all about the orange pumpkin man. It is all about basketball, and they are one of those programs uh, that's that's you know just kind of committed to basketball. There's one, there's a one A school, and I'm drawing a blank right now. LIPAN. LIPAN, yep, uh, Coach uh, Branson up there. She does a tremendous job. It, it, on, on the boys and the girls side it's all about it's all about basketball at Pan. so good stuff and so Moody 18 and 8 will take on Martins Mill uh that'll be uh tomorrow night over at Navarro College so uh it should be good stuff and Brimmon will take on La, La, uh, Laponeur so uh there you go and, and there's games all over the place uh in the uh, in the second round Conley we mentioned Conley and and Marble Falls all winning and moving on and Midway one and six a the other night, and they move on to take on uh, to uh, what is it Sashi? Is that how you say it? Garland Saxy. Saxy, Saxy. yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'll be Thursday night over at, over at Middle Othian. So there's a lot of games going on, and we'll keep you posted. But we've got the La Vega and uh, Houston Yates game coming up tomorrow at around uh, seven fifteen right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, well, we are off and running. It is a seven thirteen. We had some action in the Big Twelve last night. And boy, did we ever! And uh, the Baylor women are in action tonight. We'll talk about all that coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Recently on Game Time. Today would have been Farrah Fawcett's 76th birthday. And Ryan Farrah Fawcett
0: is who? He has no idea. The, the poster lady. <laughs> the poster
2: lady.
4: Which he had oh, no idea what the rah. poster was. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, I know. The oh. number
2: one selling poster of all time is the Farrah Fawcett poster. Yes, indeed.
1: Sold over 12 million copies well, of that. Oh my yeah, poster. God. Thanks for playing. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials so for new construction re-roofs repairs or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think mcadams and sons roofing first and now mcadams and sons roofing are installing seamless gutters they're insured and an a plus rating on the bbb mcadams and sons roofing will come out take a look at your roof and handle all the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof let a real professional you trust do the work for you put mcadams and sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over central texas check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949
1: because you don't want a kid with your house's lid matt mosley weekdays at 4 p.m on espn central texas
5: i'm amy hunter owner of jeff hunter toyota as you know there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership improvements are being made every day and new toyotas are arriving every day all kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features the toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability stop by and let us prove it to you
6: shop jeff hunter toyota toyota quality waco values When we say at UBO Business Services
0: that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conoco Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO.com.
1: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
0: 718 all oh, the conversations we have in the studios when we are in a break. Oh my goodness. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh 718, welcome back in. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, CNC Collision Center text line, by the way, is 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. Quick question here uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line. 68-94 last year, talking about the Rangers. What is a realistic goal for this year? 75 wins or a winning season? Uh, I, look, if they're not in the American League West, race and winning the championship it's a bad year no they're not going to win the championship oh ward and if they do would you like to refer would you like to repeat what you just told ryan and i i didn't i mean if they win 100 games yes
2: 100 games i'll run down bagby naked they ain't <laughs> <any good. laughs> uh,
0: not happening oh I don't. I really don't know. I mean, you you've got more arms. You you've got young hitters that are got a year of experience. You've got hopefully, look the pitching the, the 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 coaching staff the manager. I I think they're improved all the way around. What does that mean in the win column? I don't know. I mean, if they won ten more games, if they got to seventy eight seventy nine wins, that's a good season. I think honestly, that's. You know, because when you win 10 more, you lose 10 less. So it's a big, that's a big swing. That is a big swing. So what if they got to 78 and 84 sniffing around a 500? Could they get to 500? I don't know. That's why you play. We'll we'll talk to Jeff Wilson a little later on. I'd like to know what they're saying in in surprise. You know, obviously when you get to spring training, I mean, you you know you get you get great hopes and all that good stuff. But what's realistic? I mean, what's fair? To what f- from an expectation standpoint? I don't know. Uh, I really don't know what this team. There's there's a lot. This group to me this for the first time in several in several seasons there's more questions than answers simply because you've got a new way of doing things and in you know, in how they go about it look you've even got you've got a new general manager that's running the show by himself now he doesn't have anybody looking over his shoulder i mean it wasn't they weren't co-general managing kind of like it felt like before i mean this is chris young running the program this is bruce bochi you know, managing the team. This is Mike Maddox, the pitching coach. Uh, so we'll see. We'll we'll find out. All right, real quick, and, and we'll get back to, to uh, a couple of baseball things. I want to get to the rule changes maybe in our next segment. Uh, we were talking about the Cowboys. Remember when the Cowboys moved to Irving and to Texas Stadium? And, you know, people were kind of up in arms. Is it going to be the Irving Cowboys? Well, you did a little quick research, Ryan.
3: Yeah, so there are 10 teams, so a third of the teams in the NFL, just about, have their stadiums, home stadiums, are outside of their name. So, for example, the first one, the LA Rams and Chargers, mm-hmm. their stadium is in Inglewood, California. Right. So, if they were named for their where their stadium's at, they would be the Inglewood Rams and the Inglewood Chargers. Same for the Giants and the Jets. They share a stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, so they would be the New Jersey Giants and Jets. And the San Francisco 49ers new stadium. It's in Santa Clara, California, just outside of San Francisco. And the Raiders, uh, their stadium is technically in Paradise, Nevada, right outside the Las Vegas Strip. And, of course, the Cowboys in Arlington. Mm -hmm. It would be the Arlington Cowboys. And uh, Washington, the Commanders, their stadium is in Landover, Maryland. So they would be the Landover Commanders. And the Miami Dolphins. Stop, hang on a second, the Landover Commanders.
0: Ah, oh, it's got XFL
3: that? written all over it, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. And then I didn't know this: the Miami Dolphins' their stadium is technically in Miami Gardens, Florida. I didn't even know that was what? a thing. Yeah, they're they're the city that the Hard Rock Stadium is at is in Miami Gardens, Florida. So they would be the Miami Gardens Dolphins, and then the Buffalo Bill Stadium is in Orchard Park, New York. So they would be the Orchard Park Bills. So a third, so there you go. third of the NFL teams are in stadiums that are outside of their namesake.
0: There you go. Or did you realize that? I did not realize that 10 I knew teams. there was a lot of them. And then we got to talking about teams that moved around, that have, that have moved around. You know, the Ravens, the Colts. I'm just thinking off the top of my head since, you know, since I've been following football. The Cardinals. Technically the Browns. Yeah, but you know, the, I'm saying the Ravens because the Ravens were the Browns once upon a time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, they, Modell they, took a in. It's remember? really the
2: Browns that moved. That's and right, and dropped
0: and dropped the name. And Dropped the name. Mm-hmm. The the Browns franchise moved to Baltimore, and remember they did it in the middle of the night with the, you know the moving vans and boy they Modell Art Modell caught some grief for that. Then the city, then the NFL was smart enough to say, you know what, Cleveland deserves an NFL franchise. And so really that was kind of a startup franchise, wasn't it? Yeah.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was they were awarded a new franchise, yeah. which makes no sense to me.
0: No. In Cleveland, one of the, one of the birthplaces of, of you know, of football, right down the street is where it all began, right? Mhm. So, but anyway, that's what they did. The Cardinals have moved. The the Raiders have moved a lot. The Rams have moved, you know, Rams have moved within the state of California. They've also moved. They also moved to St. Louis. Uh, you know, St. Louis moved to Phoenix. Then, then, then the Rams moved to St. Louis. I mean, it's just, you know,
3: Chargers have moved a couple of times too. Oh, absolutely.
0: They have. Absolutely. They have. So anyway, we were just talking about that. All right. Uh, a couple of quick thoughts here. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll save those. Last night, uh boy, I, I, you, first of all, what's going on? Well, what, what, oh, oh, uh, Oklahoma defeated... Uh, Oklahoma State had a chance last night to, to really kind of get themselves back in the conversation, and they didn't do it. Kansas played really, really well, and they went 87 to 76 last night. Now, here's the question, guys. What in the world is going on with Kansas State? They got beat last night by Oklahoma, 79-65. 79-65, Oklahoma, a winner over Kansas State. Now, Kansas State has now dropped four of their last five conference games, and they lose last night, guys, to a team that – picked up its third conference win. Oklahoma was dead last in the league. And they win over Kansas State. And now Jerome Tang's team has lost four of their last five. Their only win is over a shorthanded TCU team. So what's going on with, with, with the Wildcats in Manhattan? Coming back down to earth a little bit. Maybe. Is that it? People figuring out how to play them? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But again, their only win in the last several weeks or has been a win over TCU that's again shorthanded. So with Kansas's win last night, are you starting to kind of see a little separation? You've got Kansas, Texas and Baylor at nine and four, Iowa State at seven and five, Kansas State now seven and six. Oklahoma State's now at seven and six, and then TCU six and six. So you still got a bunch of teams that are bunched in there, two and a half games separating Oklahoma State from first place. But the top three are they kind of starting to create a little separation there in your opinion?
2: Yeah. I and I think that's the way it's gonna go. I mean, it's gonna be between those three teams.
0: Well, and you're gonna learn a lot more Saturday. When Baylor goes to Kansas, tough place to play. Ooh. Allen Fieldhouse. It uh, it is not an easy journey. So Baylor has t- uh, Kansas in 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 Lawrence on Saturday afternoon, and I think that's the big game across the nation for yeah, ESPN. Game day's, game days there, yeah, and it should be. I mean, it's two top ten teams. Stop and think about that. Two top ten teams going to tee it up in the best conference in America. Why not? I mean, where else would you where else could you be? Where else would you want to be? I mean, it, it's it's going to be good stuff. It is going to be good stuff. I, it, I, I will be interested to see this weekend how how Kansas State fares. Kansas State has another tough game, guys. They got Iowa State. Cyclones at seven and five. Kansas State at seven and six. I would say it's got their hands full tonight with TCU. Yeah. Frogs again, I, I don't I don't know if they're, you know, they've been short man, with with a couple of injuries. And that has really had a had had just had a big time negative effect on their team. I mean, they played hard and they played well, but they're just not getting what they were getting before the injury bug hit them. But Kansas State, I don't get it. I mean, they lost to Kansas. They lost to Texas. They did beat TCU. Then they lost to Tech and to Oklahoma. Tech and, and, and no disrespect, but those are the two teams in the cellar. Tech at three and ten and Oklahoma at three and ten. Both those teams playing a lot better right oh, now. There's too. no doubt. There is absolutely no doubt. But if you're going to if you're going to move, you've got to win games. And if you're going to win games, you better win you better be guys down at the bottom. So, we're going to find out. I I I just and I know that we've talked about it 9,000 times, but man, how much fun is this conference? Cuz it's it seems like a different team every, you know, every time you turn around, this team's hot, this team's not. Then you look up and you, go, "Oh, look, they're hot now and they're not." You know? But, and I don't think, and Baylor's just gone about their business. I think, what, one loss in their last six or seven conference outings to get to, again, this was a team that was 0 3 and dug themselves they, out of 0 and 10 out of 11 now. Stop a think about that one. And I guess it does include that Arkansas win, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, the non conference Arkansas win. But man, oh man, have they gotten it done. And again, Kansas, Kansas to look, their schedule, whoo. Kansas Saturday, then Kansas State, then Texas, then Oklahoma State, and then Iowa State. No freebies on that list. There's no, there's no. Oh, you know what? We got. We'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll catch our breath here. You don't catch your breath in this league. So, it, it it'll be fun to see how it all goes. All right, uh, seven thirty-one. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We have women's basketball for you tonight. Baylor is uh, back in action tonight, and uh, we'll have it for you at six thirty as uh, they get ready to roll and try to stop a two-game skid. This is, to me, this is a big game ward for for Nikki Collins' team. Come, you know, and, and I know in this league, if you drop a couple, that's going to happen, I guess. But man, I think I think they need, I think they need to bounce back big time uh, coming up tonight. They need to win tonight. They
2: do. They need a win just just for that locker room more than anything else.
0: So they got Kansas State on the road in Manhattan. Now, this is a Kansas State team they beat by twenty in Waco. So you you, you hope that they can get they can get the corner turned against a team that, you know, that they've traditionally kind of taken care of. Now, again, this is this is anything but a traditional type year with with, you know, a couple of the Big-time players not available to them for different reasons. One injury and one eligibility. But with that said, I think this is a game they got to go win in Manhattan. So we'll we'll see how it goes. 6.30 for the pregame. 7 o'clock for the tip. Derek and Sophia will have it right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, 7.32. This is game time. Your first word in sports. Tom, Ward, and Ryan. We're right back with more in just a moment.
1: Recently
6: on the John Moore Show. Ian Eagle and our guest Bill Raftery doing the game for CBS on Saturday. Yeah, it, it is good. That, you know, Big 12 is just you know rock 'em sock 'em, uh, talent laden, and a
1: nightmare, I think, for coaches. I mean, you got to win at home, and boy, if you can scratch one on the road, boy, you've really done a heck of a job. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
9: Hey guys, it's Jan with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why
5: is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them?
9: Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look but good. But what about
5: the ones
10: where the people look like they've got those big like umbrellas on their face?
5: We'll take umbrella lashes too if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two five, four I ain't got nothing to
2: say.
9: Two, three, I'm still five, thinking
2: about that last lady that
10: four, had four nine
9: two two. The wind blew
2: her down the road. Or, whoosh,
9: whoosh, the whoosh, the pow,
10: That's where she ran into the car.
5: <laughs> my house has a new blow. I love my
2: for 60 months contact universal windows direct for a free in-home estimate universal texas.com or call 254-301-7760 don't forget to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my
5: windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct
1: the home for baylor bear baseball is espn central texas
4: Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from The Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill, happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30
11: p.m.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
11: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. In high school girls basketball playoff action last night, La Vega dominated Gerald 83-13 and will next play Thursday in Bryan against Houston Yates. Also last night, Crawford beat Reese 46-28 and Bosqueville topped Axel 40-14. The Baylor women try to stop a two-game skid on the road to Kansas State tonight. The Bears beat the Wildcats 89-48 in their previous meeting. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Philadelphia Eagles have lost their top two assistants to head coaching jobs. Offensive coordinator Shane Steichen has been hired by Indianapolis, and defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon will lead the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas marketplace and advanced foundation repair.
0: All right, 736. Drive safe. Flip. you're on your way to work this morning. Tom Ward Ryan, we're glad you're with us. This is Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Rab Fiat, your buddy, your pal, your friend in the car, biz. We're glad they're uh, with us this morning. Uh, let's see. by the way, if you uh, missed anything on the program, you can catch it on the uh, CNC, on the uh Centex, go to syntexsportsfan.com. Going a different direction here. Syntexsportsfan.com. And I haven't checked but I believe if you'd like to go back and listen to the La Vega game last night, it's also in a podcast on syntexsportsfan.com uh, So you can, you can check that out and we'll double check that for you in just a second. Uh, also uh, you can join us on the CNC collision center text line 254 662 254 662 Here's a couple from the uh, CNC collision center text line. This one is, boy, the uh, new goal is for the Rangers to win 99 games because ain't nobody on Bagby need to see that. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> Tim and Waco says, uh, let's see, what's Tim and Waco say? He said, I read an article that predicted the Rangers to win 94 games. Tim. I like the way you think. I don't know where you got that article, but send it to me. Ninety-four. That's a little short, I think. I think that ninety-nine. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what? That's the goal. Good luck. You got to have a goal. Okay. Got to have lofty goals.
2: I, my goal is to win the lottery tonight. They got too. the
0: best manager in the American League West. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. They got. They got. They got the uh, the best pitching coach in the American League West. They got the best. Training camp pitching coach in the American League West, in Greg Maddox. The rotation may be the best in all of baseball. What is in your coffee? Got the best middle infield in baseball. No, no, they don't. So I mean, I don't know where they're shorthanded. Where are they shorthanded? Everywhere you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, uh, th- there are several rule changes, and we'll talk about them in just a second. But here's what uh, Theo Epstein said about the rule changes, Ward. And, 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 Ryan, I want you guys to listen and give me your opinion But here, again, there's several rule changes. We'll go over them in just a minute. But here's what Theo Epstein said about the rule changes. Fans should be
7: excited about baseball's changes in 2023 because they're designed to give fans more of what they like and less of what they don't like. Action. They love a faster pace of play. They love athleticism. They love doubles, triples, stolen bases, great defensive plays. And all these rules in in testing in the minor leagues have created more of that action, better pace of play, more athleticism, uh, more stolen base activity. And then less of what fans don't like. You know, fans don't like dead time. They don't like 30 seconds between pitches. They don't like long periods of inactivity on the field and with the pitch timer and some of the other rules we've we've seen uh, a dramatic decrease in in dead time on the field so i think the things that fans love most about baseball players in motion action athleticism suspense drama seeing the ball put into play on a regular basis all those things are just going to be enhanced by the new rules and and i think it'll reach a point where you don't even notice them you just see a better version of baseball on display each night You buying that?
2: He's a young guy. There you go. I'll ask again. Are you buying that? Oh, no. I mean, for For you. Are you buying that? For me, no.
0: A true baseball fan, that's not what you want to see. I could not agree with you more. Let's go through these kind of one at a time, and we'll all just kind of chime in real quick and tell us what you think. Okay. First rule changes the shift. You got to have two players. On the infield, on the right side of the second base bag, and two players on the infield on the left side of the second base bag. I'm all for that,
2: but that also does not mean that you cannot move your left fielder to That's right field exactly and drop right. your third baseman back to cover left field. So they'll figure out a shift.
0: No, well, here's what's going to happen because you do have to have two guys on the on the dirt on the left side of the infield, and two guys on the dirt on the right. side. what you're going to have is you're going to take your left fielder, make him left center, you're going to take your right fielder, make him right center, and you're going to take that center fielder and make him that that roving guy. going to be a rover. Yeah, that's that's what they'll end up doing. I mean, they're going to figure that out. If they really want to shift to a guy that's a, a true blue pool hitter and they want to do that, they'll do that. But and look, you're, you're now essentially playing your outfield with two outfielders. And if you've got speed and you want to do that, go for it. But that's what they're going to do. I just – it just drove me nuts watching the third baseman run all the way over to right center oh, field. I don't, I don't like the shift. No, me neither. Can't stand it. So, I think we're all in agreement there. Uh, let's see. Here's the other one. Here's one. The pitch clock. You a pitch clock fan? No. 20 seconds? No. no. Me neither. And I want to see how they enforce that. I know that they've had a pitch clock, I think, in college baseball for the last couple of years. I, I've only seen an umpire say something about it once or twice, in in all the. I just don't know that that's going to be effective. I mean, Maybe
3: it I, will be. I mean, different pitchers have different routines. I'd, I don't, I don't like the pitch clock.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pickoffs. You there's only, you're going to have a I think, twice you could throw over to first base, and there there's several reasons how it can reset. But there's basically you've got two pickoff attempts. What they're trying to do there is A get you to throw the ball to, to home plate and B, they want stolen bases in baseball. I mean, that's pretty clear. Is that like not stolen base attempts? They want stolen bases so in, it, in baseball. Is it
3: two pickoff attempts per per game? No, 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 no. Per player. Per, per player, okay. Per runner at first base. Yes. If he moves, then you
0: got two more. Uh if there's an out recorded, there's several ways that 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 it restarts. But I don't think any of us I mean, Ward, once you throw over there a couple of times, you've now green-lighted the runner, haven't you? Go if you want because he ain't throwing over. He's got to throw home or it's going to be a balk.
2: Yeah, that's that's a dumb rule.
0: It is. It is. One of the things I love about baseball, I love about and I'm not speaking for anybody else, but one of the things I love about baseball is one day you may play the game in two hours and five minutes. The next day you may take three hours and 15 minutes. There's no clock in baseball, but now we're putting a clock in there. If you don't have time to go to the game, don't go to the game. Why are we speeding up the game? I, I don't get it. Bigger bases, they're saying safety. Okay, so they're going from a 15-inch base to an 18-inch base. If it really truly is about safety, is th- maybe three inches.
2: I don't, I don't care about that. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, are you really going to notice that's, that? That's fine if they won't do that. that. that's not a big deal.
0: Pitching, pitching, uh, position players can't pitch unless there's like a blowout going on. Well, that's the only time they pitched anyway. Yeah, and that's a dumb rule. It is. Why? Why I are should we...
2: be able to roll out anybody
0: I want to roll out. That's ex- why. That's what I was just just about to say. Why are you telling me how to manage my team? Why are you telling me? how to how to work my roster. I mean, what what if we've used our bullpen a lot the last four or five days, and I've got a guy that's got a pretty good arm playing third base, and I want an inning or two out of him, and now I can't? I, I don't know. And I'm not saying that that would ever be the case, because most of the time it's not, it, but they're dictating not, to it you. It should not even be in the rules. That's exactly right. They're dictating to you. So – for Theo Epstein to say, fans, this is what the fans want, maybe maybe a, a younger fan does want that. D- doesn't like the, the the pickoff moves and doesn't like, you know, that the pitcher but walks around and wipes his brow. And, it's
2: you know, the soft society we live in now. It's, we're in, instant we're gratification. In, yeah, we're in instant
0: mode. Everything's at your fingertips. I, I don't – for me, I don't get it. I don't like it. Don't – but, you know – those are the rules. Those are some of the rule changes, and they are going – You know what? I want to see the first time a pitcher forgets and he balks and he balks in a run and he loses the game. I want to see that. I want Major League Baseball to explain that one. You know?
2: Obviously, they don't care.
0: But pretty pretty, pretty evident, isn't it? You know, balking or, oh, the winning run. You lose the game because you threw over to first base or something? Well,
2: there's a main reason why they're doing this, and that's because attendance at ballparks are down, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get the younger fan to say, okay, we're going to appease you because we need you to you know, set aside an hour and 15 minutes to come to a baseball game and buy a ticket.
0: We are going to change the way the game was fundamentally played for us Hundred years or whatever, so we could in hopes that we can we can draw a few more people to the ballpark. And I'm not sure it'll even work then. Me neither. If you like the game, you like the game. If you don't, you don't. Well, they're trying to attract the younger crowd. Well, are
2: they? They're losing baseball again. Are they going to push? What do you need to do? Go back to steroids and let them hit it over the fence.
0: Oh, that's what you, you heard Epstein talk about. Well, they want to see doubles and triples. You know what? Maybe they do. But I, if if a guy was on the mound and he's he struck out fifteen in a game, wouldn't that impress you? Wouldn't you be hanging on every pitch if a guy's you know out there just mowing them down?
2: A baseball fan would but absolutely. The younger generation, no,
0: they don't want to see that. So they want that 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 twenty something to thirty something business person to come to the ballpark after work, you know, still got the the white shirt on and, and the slacks on, and hey, you know, come out and have a hot dog and, and watch three or four innings, you know, before you go to the house. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. You know, you, you bought a ticket, you bought a, a beer and a dog, and, and you discussed a little business. It's 9 o'clock. You know what? If you leave, fine. We got your money. Is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. It, it they want to sell Saturday. tickets again. It, it may be on They're Saturday you stay and tickets, watch so the game. So where are they going to sell tickets? Yeah. Is that our fault, the middle-aged person that doesn't go? You want to sell tickets? Don't price me out of the ballpark. That's how you sell a ticket. Don't get a ticket so stinking expensive that I can't afford it.
2: Well, there's affordable tickets to baseball games. Yeah, if you want to sit and walk hatchy Well, there you go. But, I mean, that's the way it is.
0: Well, I know that's my point. If you want me to come to the game more than once a year, don't price me out of the ballpark. I don't know. It's frustrating as we get ready for uh, for the start of the season. I'm, I want to be excited about baseball. You got? I mean, I do. I like baseball. I mean, it's. But man, oh man, I, I, it's it's almost to the point where it's a forgotten sport again. Do you really believe? that we're going to get to a point in the season where we don't even think about the pitch clock and we don't think about the number of times you can toss it over to first It's going to base. make it hard
2: for me to watch baseball. It
0: is. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I don't know how you forget that. Theo Epstein says you. It, it's just going to become a part of the game and you're not even going to think about it. Mm. Well, No, it's going to be part of the strategy of baseball. For me, I'm going to miss the old game. And that's exactly what it is. And. And I know that they're, they're always tweaking rules. They have since the beginning of time. You know, oh, just D-A-H- wait till they and, bring
2: the robo umpire in.
0: And it's coming. It is. It's already in some minor league ballpark. I think the Pacific Coast League uses it. Mm-hmm. So, all right, seven forty nine. We're eleven away from eight. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we move through this Wednesday morning. Cloudy skies. Very pleasant morning. Uh, and uh, be careful on your way to work or school this morning.
8: Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 Conference play Wednesday headed to the Little Apple to take on Kansas State. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday for Baylor women's basketball. Baylor
8: Big 12 women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
10: Looking for that hard-to-find, whatchamacallit, or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel & Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel & Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, next to Busby Feed in Waco, and at PioneerBoys.com.
3: Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
1: Keep up with La Vega Lady Pirates basketball on ESPN Central Texas.
7: You wouldn't call your
1: doctor, accountant,
7: or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
2: Payments for qualified buyers at 5.49% for $72 with $5,000 down cash or trade. TTL Extra. See dealer for details. It's
10: the new year. New ride pre-owned savings event at Richard Car with the biggest selection in years on pre-owned cars and trucks. Qualified buyers can find great deals like a 2014 Buick Concord for only $149 a month or a 2015 Kia Sorento for $237 a month or a 2015 Ford F-150 truck for $392 a month. Over 80 used, thoroughly inspected vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the new year. Your new ride savings event
1: at Richard Carr. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
11: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. In high school girls basketball playoff action last night, La Vega dominated Gerald 83-13 and will next play Thursday in Bryan against Houston Yates. Also last night, Crawford beat Risa 46-28 and Bosqueville topped Axel 40-14. The Baylor women try to stop a two-game skid on the road to Kansas State tonight. The Bears beat the Wildcats 89-48 in their previous meeting. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Philadelphia Eagles have lost their top two assistants to head coaching jobs. Offensive coordinator Shane Steichen has been hired by Indianapolis, and defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon will lead the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox.
3: Did you know that on this day in 1932, Eddie Agan an American Olympian, became the first Olympian, first and only Olympian in history, to win a gold medal in both uh, the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. He won the uh, the Winter Olympics with the four-man bobsleigh team on this day at the 1932 Winter Olympic Games at Lake Placid. Uh, They won the gold medal there, and he also won the boxing gold medal for his weight class at the uh, Antwerp Summer Olympics in 1920. So on this day in 1932, American Eddie Egan becomes the first and only Olympian in history to win a gold medal in both the Summer and Winter Olympics. And also on this day in 1991, Troy State set the NCAA Division II record with points and a half with 103 and a second half routing against the DeVry Institute in Atlanta and a fi- <laughs> and a final Devry. They're,
0: they're, yeah. they're, they're making disc jockeys there DeVry Institute
3: <laughs> they won that game with a final of 187 to 117 and also those teams those two teams would play again the next year and set the all-time NCAA basketball scoring record for a single game in all divisions of NCAA, when Troy State won that one against DeVry, 258-141. to 141.
2: Sounds like the All-Star game coming up this
0: weekend.
3: <laughs> yeah, it does. And also on this day in 2005, YouTube was launched. Do you guys use YouTube? Oh Yeah,
0: I'm a big YouTuber. Yeah, yeah YouTube. I use it.
3: Yeah, I use it to find music and watch videos. So YouTube launched on this day in 2005. Did you know that today is Ken Anderson's birthday? Ken Anderson turns 74 today. Wow. Born this day in Batava, Illinois. He spent his entire NFL career at Cincinnati, led the Bengals to their first Super Bowl appearance in 1981 at Super Bowl 16, where they lost to San Francisco, led the NFL in passing yards twice, two-time All-Pro and four-time Pro Bowler. But not in the Hall of Fame. Do you guys think he's a Hall of Famer? No. Nope. Nope. Good quarterback.
2: Yeah, he was really Didn't get the ring.
3: Nope. Never got the ring. And also, today is Chris Farley's birthday. Born on this day in 1964. Wow. wow. Chris Brilliant. Farley. Brilliant. He w- Brilliant. He would have turned 59 today. I mean, funny,
0: funny, mm. funny
3: dude. Actor and comedian, known for his time in SNL and for films such as Tommy Boy, which I've seen, love that movie, and then Beverly Hills Ninjas, another popular one.
2: I never saw that.
3: Me neither. I liked it, and then, but, but yes, today. but his
0: physical comedy on Saturday Night Live and and in, you know Tommy Boy stuff like that. I mean, he was just a funny, funny dude.
3: Yeah. So yes, he would have been fifty nine today. Happy late birthday! Happy birthday to the late Chris Farley, and happy birthday to Ken Anderson. Now you know.
0: Kenny Anderson, what was his jersey number, Ryan? 16. 14. 14. Dang it. There you go. Why, why do you remember stuff like that? I
2: mean. Because back then, players stayed with one team that's their right. entire oh, career. Yeah. And
0: it was important. I mean, it, it was. so. All right. There you go. It's 7.57. As we, uh, we roll through a Wednesday morning, Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. Again, the CNC Collision Center text line is 254 662 1660. Baylor women in action tonight. Let's talk some Baylor basketball. Let's talk some Baylor sports. John Morris is here with today's Baylor Sports Beat program.
10: This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
6: Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball in action tonight on the road in Manhattan, and baseball now two days away from their season opener. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
8: Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears are back beginning February 17th and all season long here on the home of Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas.
6: Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months. Or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders.
10: Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
6: And welcome back, Baylor women's basketball back in action on the road tonight. They're in Manhattan, Kansas, to take on Kansas State. On the air at 6 p.m. Tip off at 6:30. Right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus. Congratulations to Coach Mike McGraw and Baylor men's golf, winners of the Border Olympics in Laredo completed yesterday. Men's tennis fell for love to top-ranked Ohio State, though open play in the ITA National Indoors on Friday against TCU. And Friday is the season opener for Coach Mitch Thompson and the Baylor Baseball Bears, who have taken advantage of mostly very good weather in preseason practice.
13: Yeah, I think other than the, the the one little cold snap that we had, uh, you know, our th- our three weeks of practice has been really, really good. Uh, you know, we just had that one cold snap where we had to try and be indoors and figure out what to do with practice uh, because of the wetness. But other than that, we've been able to get our inner squad games in, get our guys at bats, get our pitchers uh, innings on the mound against live competition. We're in pretty good shape physically, health-wise. Uh, got a couple little nagging things going with a couple guys, but for the most part, in pretty good shape. So, I don't think we could have asked for a whole lot more. We had we had really nice weather, you know, for the most part. I guess for January, January baseball weather was yeah. pre- pretty good. So we'll take what we have, and to get those nine inter-squad games in, I think has been big safe to say uh, you've been outside probably more than
6: central Michigan has right
13: hope so for yeah. sure yeah 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 uh, yeah they're probably gonna look at the 50 degree you know opening day weather and think that's phenomenal yeah. and we're gonna go gosh this is okay yeah uh, but no uh you know I mean uh, opening day getting here everybody's uh, emotions will be high we'll be we'll be very excited to get out there and take that field no matter what the temperature
6: Mitch Thompson and the Bears opening the new season this Friday at Baylor Ballpark. It's a three-game series against Central Michigan. Games Friday at 3, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 from Baylor Ballpark. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
1: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back in. This is game time. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll visit with Jeff Wilson. He's out in Surprise, Arizona. Rangers spring training opening up today, and we'll talk with Jeff, get uh, his thoughts on what's going on there, and we'll do that for you uh, at, the, uh, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line, spring training is coming. John Morris should give out Rangers tickets. Well, we'll have some Rangers tickets to give to you. We'll all have Rangers tickets. We'll even let Matt Mosley give away some Rangers tickets. So we'll have those for you when the, uh, when the season kicks off in April. All right, uh let's let's change gears and man this is this is a, a a tough story but it's one I think we need to talk about. Uh first of all, our thoughts are with the folks at, at Michigan State. Uh they they postponed some some sporting events because of the the shootings on campus and I, I, boy war that's that's it's just a a tough thing all the way around and you just feel for those folks and, and, you know, you send your kids to school and you, your hope and your expectation is they're going to be safe. And it's just fact of life in this world, man. It's just sometimes stuff just happens and there's no rhyme or reason for it. And you just – you just your thoughts and your prayers are with uh, all of those students and faculty and staff there at, at Michigan State.
2: Yeah, they've completely shut down the school all the way across. So. Yeah. Nothing going on for the next couple of days at Michigan State while they try to sort out what
0: happened. And, and I don't know. I think, unfortunately, they'll never know why it happened because of the end result with, with, with the shooter. Uh, New Mexico State. Let's talk a little bit about that situation for just a minute. The New Mexico State Chancellor has decided to, to terminate the head coach. Greg Hire has been uh, has been terminated. I guess you know the story. Basically, well, you knew that was coming. Yeah. And here's look. They've had some players that uh, the allegations are that some players were uh, were hazing and actually harassing another member of the basketball team. I understand and I get that the buck stops with the head coach. But the reality is did he know? Should he have known? If he didn't know, I mean, can you really know what all of your all of your players are doing 24 hours a day, 7 days a week? I mean, I look, I and again, let me start over by saying I get that the buck is going to stop with the head coach. It does. But is he to know what is going on 24-7 with, 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 his, with his roster? Well, it
2: depends on if there's something big enough that you should know about. I mean, if it's, if it's hazing bad enough that it's carrying over and emotionally a problem for this basketball team, yeah, you should know something's going on. Uh, if it's a situation where it's, you know, college kids being college kids and it's not something that's over the top, then probably you're not going to know. This, it, this sounds like it was over the top.
0: It it does, but again, I don't know that we know.
2: Uh, you know, it just sounds like I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know that. And if it's as bad as it sounds, yeah, he probably should have had an idea of what's going on, or one of his assistants or grad assistants knew that it was happening. And should have brought it to his attention, and probably did
0: well if they if someone brought it to his attention and he did nothing, then, it's on him then well it's more than on him he he he's he should be there should be some liability there in my opinion, but if you know again, I'm just curious. I mean, this is a tough way to – and they shut the program down. Let's let's be clear about that. They said these final five or six games were not playing. That's because it was bad. Yeah. So the, the, the chancellor said, we're going to do a restart on this. And so they shut the program down. Suspended the coaching staff and then eventually fired the head coach. So it's, again, a very difficult situation for – for the uh, New Mexico State uh, basketball program, uh, but unfortunately, that's that's his situation. He has been terminated. There is a young man that's been assaulted uh, uh, allegedly, and and now you got three young men that are going to be in trouble with with apparently with authorities. Mm-hmm. So it's just a bad situation all the way around.
3: It says in the police report that the alleged criminal action took place at both the university's campus and at away games, and that there were reportedly they would happen in the locker room in front of the other players, and they wouldn't do anything about it.
0: Holy moly! So he knew. Yeah, y- you would, you would, you would think he he, he had some, some it, knowledge. If he
2: didn't, there's something wrong with him, and he needs to be fired anyway. Or a
0: grad assistant, or or a That's manager, or there somebody.
2: Was, there was some information out there. And he he turned his cheek, and that that doesn't fly. No, no, no not at all. No, you were put in responsibility to take care of somebody's kid, and you didn't do it.
0: And uh, he's first year head coach, and and now he's he's without he's without employment. Yeah, a young man is scarred, and three young men are are in, got some some legal issues. So. It's just a bad situation all the way around. Do you agree with the chancellor to shut it down? Yes. Yeah. At that point, I think you have to.
2: And, yeah. And look, it's especially if your coach knew about it and this was going on, and you know, no scholarships were taken away, the betterment of the team was not taken into consideration. Yeah, shut it down. We'll we'll start over. We'll get new people in here, and we'll we'll build this thing back up.
0: All right, uh, 10 minutes after 8, it's eight ten. Uh Again, just a tough situation and a tough conversation to have. Uh, 10 minutes after 8, it's 8-10. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas.
8: Join us this Thursday for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's with the voice of the Bears, John
6: Morris. Join us this Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore and first-year head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. That's this Thursday beginning at 6, live from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Thursday from
8: 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco and here on ESPN Central Texas.
12: How Payne turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
1: I was always active. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance.
12: Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors.
1: I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store.
12: See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
2: Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central
1: Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com.
5: What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you.
6: Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values.
9: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho.
4: Come join ESPN Central Texas' Matt Mosley from The Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill, happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas' Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30
2: p.m.
1: It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton.
0: 8.14, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan. Why that song?
9: It's my song.
0: It's a great song. Why you Classic. Keep,
2: why you keep busting on the Beastie Boys?
3: Beastie Boys. <laughs>
0: It's a great song. It's just awesome,
2: a bad record. No, it's classic. Oh, it's greatness.
0: No, or, you're 73 years old. Quit listening to that music. No, not gonna do it.
9: He's not 73.
0: <laughs> oh, he's not. No, God. Beastie Boys are
2: great. They were right in your wheelhouse too, old man. No, but yeah. I was listening
3: to. I had two kinds I know, of music. You were listening to country and yeah. Merle Haggard and.
9: Gospel? Western. Western. Wait, no, it's the same thing. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> hang
0: on. Are you kidding me? Country Western. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Western music is definitely different than country Give me country an example
9: music. of Western Michael music. Michael Martin
0: Murphy sings Western music. George Strait <laughs> sings country music. I, if
2: we there would be g- people that would debate that with you right now.
0: <sighs> oh,
1: gosh.
0: Does oh. Stephanie... Hang on. We're already off and running. Does <laughs> Stephanie... <laughs> Does Stephanie think baseball's bases being bigger is a good idea? They've gone from 15 to 18 inches. Probably. Why is that?
9: Make sure your foot gets on the base.
0: It's a safety issue, I think.
9: I mean, when yeah, and not when you're sliding in with your head first, you know, make sure your arm's out there and you got more room to touch the base. You know what? That's not a
0: bad answer. Take that.
9: Yeah, whoever said that? (laughs) (laughs) You tried to get me, and you couldn't.
0: (laughs) I'm shocked.
9: Did y'all have a good Valentine's Day?
0: Uh, Yeah, we sat around and listened to the Beastie Boys. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't.
9: (laughs) Ward got to do some play-by-play last night. Yeah, he did. Good game? Very good game. I saw the very end of it on the news, so... Good oh, yeah? to go, La Vega.
2: Yeah, big win.
9: Moving on. When's the, when do they play next? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening tomorrow, night. One, tomorrow night. What do you
3: mean you weren't listening? I, I was doing my hair. <laughs> you didn't listen to Ward do the game?
9: I no. I was oh. I was having sorry, Ward. I'll listen huh? tomorrow. I was having Valentine's. But
0: you don't care about Valentine's. Not Remember, really. you were very clear about that yesterday.
9: I said it's not that big of a deal.
2: I bet it became a big I deal. Bet it <laughs> a
9: I got candy. Mm-hmm. In my favorite perfume and a steak dinner, I was good. Okay. Steak dinner? Yeah, he grilled me a wonderful
0: steak.
2: Okay. So, so, so yeah. Valentine's is a big deal now, right?
0: No. Uh, yes, it is. Don't even try but to don't, shade us. Don't, yeah. <laughs> what if you'd have got like a uh, a call in pizza? I would have been fine with that. And and, and no candy. I would have been fine with that. You are a lie. I would have been
9: fine with that. You are. If your Here's mouth is moving.
0: No, true.
9: I don't lie, but here's my thing: Why do you have to have one day of love to tell your significant uh, other you love them when it should be every day?
2: We don't have to get
0: squishy, do we? I'm, well, that's I. It's
9: what I say. What's wrong around with my, being
0: squishy? I say around my house all the time. Every day's Valentine's. I, I'm that it kind of guy.
9: You, I'm, I'm that kind of girl. So there you go. I
0: mean, I'm always both the soft. I, I'm always <laughs> thoughtful and.
9: I've been working out. I'm good. <laughs> Hey, but speaking of, I'm bringing you a sport today. Some people say it's not a sport. Some people say it's a thing, but it's a sport, and that is baton twirling. Do not look like that, Tom. Get this. They have the World Federation of National Baton Twirling. 18 countries in North America and Europe are members. It is mostly popular in the United States, France, Italy, and Japan.
0: I'll say this. When they throw that thing up in the air about 30 feet and catch it... And twirl? It's pretty darn impressive.
9: Let me tell you something. We had a local girl from Baylor. Her name is Adeline Bebo. She was the world championship. She graduated from Baylor in 2019 Mm -hmm. with a degree in neuroscience. Now, she just educates others and helps with twirling championships around the country and teaches kids how to twirl. She started twirling when she was age nine, and she said, huh, she didn't realize that this could be a thing for her, so she did it all the way through high school, and she got a scholarship at Baylor to do baton twirling. Now, some of you guys laugh, but I looked at some videos, and you've got to have flexibility. I mean, twirls, everything. Hand eye coordination? Everything. I mean, I tried this once when I was eight. I gave it up because I kept hitting myself in the head. That's what's wrong with you. I mean, it's not easy. Guys do it. Girls do it. You do it solo. You do it in teams. Um, You know, and when I was growing up and, you know, football games, halftime shows, I always would look forward to watching the color guard and these baton twirlers because they would be in sync at the same time. That's hard to do.
0: I got a niece that that does the flags in the high school band.
9: That's not easy. It throws
0: those things up in the air and they catch them and do all that stuff. I'm like,
9: I mean, it's not it. You know, some people and I even watched an interview with her, um, with a local television station in Dallas, and she said, you know, some people make fun of me. Some people think this isn't a sport, but it really is a sport. It needs to be recognized more. Um, so the world championships coming up in Liverpool, England in August. I think we ought to go. I think we should. Maybe I should enter. I could practice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, why don't you do that? <laughs> You'll be the
8: halftime that right is there <laughs> practice. practice. Yeah.
9: I got a big field right behind the studio right here. I could practice. Now I just got to find a baton. Oh, so we we'll can find, find you a baton.
0: <laughs> if you're going to do it, we'll find you a baton. Oh, great.
9: But, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool, you know. Um, our own hometown girl. This is her right here. Was won the world championship. and She's been a national champion for years. Um, she gave her baton up, and now she's just helping others. So I thought that she's was a pretty cool story. She
8: passed on she her baton. She passed on the baton.
2: Huh? She used to be at all the Baylor basketball games. Uh,
9: you oh, remember yeah. her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think that's pretty cool. She was also Miss Dallas and Miss Fort Worth pageant, you know. So, I mean, she's um, she's smart. She's very talented. Anyways, look her up. I think... I just thought that was cool because you know some people laugh about that. But.
0: No, we're not going to make fun of that. That's such that's, that's
9: a cool story, that's awesome. right? You throwing it, we'll make fun of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different animal.
9: <laughs> Maybe I could practice it and get real good at it, and I can do it while I'm
0: riding a camel. <laughs>
3: I mean she's throwing it up in the air <laughs> don't and doing look
0: at me like that.
3: Uh, yeah. Two back We're never going to
0: ride a camel cuz you're never going to set it up. I'm waiting
9: for spring and I will set it up.
0: Walk outside right now. It's 80 degrees. No, it's not. It's still
9: in the 60s. I'm cold. Ugh. Anyways, but there there's a little piece of sports for you right there. Now, I think it's cool.
0: You mentioned what you received for Valentine's? Mm-hmm. A steak dinner. Some candy. <laughs> some jewelry. All kinds of stuff. What what did what did you do?
9: Well, he got a beautiful card. That was like twenty-five <laughs> dollars. You know, spent y- twenty-five dollars on a card? No, I'm joking. It's cards are expensive. I told y'all yesterday. They're expensive all of a sudden. But um no, he got some some French candy from France. Or hang on. <laughs>
0: Did he get French candy like from Japan? No. I mean, I just- <laughs> he got French candy from France, everybody.
9: <laughs> he got don't laugh because I thought this was really cool. You know what bath bombs are? Yeah. Shower bombs. Don't look at me like that.
2: Oh, no, I'm saying those. Those are good.
9: You it's a it's a tablet thing and it's thick. And when you start your shower, you just drop it in the bottom of the shower and it steams of aroma. It's supposed to help clear your head and
2: It's really good for your sinuses.
9: Yeah. So he got that, and then I got him this, don't laugh, but it's a cool man's bracelet that's written in a Morse code that says I love you. Since Aww. he was in the military, so.
0: Anyway. That's sweet.
9: It was very sweet. But those bath bombs, I can't wait to try them. They're, they're pretty cool. Why are you looking? It's you a little more
0: information it. than we need to know. Oh,
9: I'm just saying. We should. You should I'm going to find some for y'all, too, so y'all can try it. I think it'd be great. So clear your sinuses, help your skin. All that good stuff. <laughs> I'm <sighs> just saying. Yeah, it was good overall.
0: All right, day
2: 23. <laughs> we got to move. Are we through with Valentine's yet? We yeah. are
9: done. Now I'm yeah. going to go get the 50% off candy. I'll bring y'all candy in the morning. I know. That's
2: where <laughs> I wanted to go this
9: morning. Oh. Oh, Ward brought me some candy yesterday.
0: Oh yeah, yesterday. how about that? How about Ward? You talk about soft.
9: He got. He me? went around. The, he
0: went around the building. Mm-hmm. He gave. Well, he gave even some of the DJs down at Shooter candy. No, no I did not.
9: <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. I know he didn't do that. No, he did. He, he's a good. He always remembers Christmas and Valentine's and thank you, Ward. You're special. Mm. You. You'll get yours today when right, I go pick it up. It's 15% off. Not
2: no, we're not. <laughs> we're not special. Hey, are <laughs> special. I know special who too. to
0: take care of. Oh, uh, no. So we're, we're, thank you for we're, that. We're poor and we didn't get to, we didn't have the I'm budget to, go get you candy. <laughs> to, to buy you candy. So we're not special. <laughs> Only those who have money are special. See how this works? This Valentine's thing?
5: <sighs> you got to have money.
0: Hey, it, it can't be because, hey, you're a good friend. You're special. No. Or you bought me something, so you're special.
9: Oh, That's exactly what you just said. You're special too, Tom. Oh Y'all yeah, are all yeah.
1: Special. He's special already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight twenty-four. <laughs> this is game time. Recently on Game Time. Joined now by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew.
8: When John checked in as, as a
10: coach, there's the winning, and then there's also, boy, you really want this player to do well for the work he right. put in. And, I mean, for, for John, I was so happy that he made two for two just so we could get uh, the cheers and the ovations for all the hard work that he put in. He's not going to make every three he takes, but I can tell you they have a lot better chance of going in now after the work he's put in, and we couldn't be happier.
1: Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
5: My house has a new glow. I love my
1: Streaming and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Alan Samuels in Waco. During the President's
6: Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie's, and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra 500 to first responders.
11: The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Bellmead is growing and the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Bellmead a place for people to call home as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay and enjoy. Each year, the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce says, go Lady Pirates.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
11: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. In high school girls' basketball playoff action last night, La Vega dominated Gerald 83-13 and will next play Thursday in Bryan against Houston Yates. Also last night, Crawford beat Reese 46-28, and Bosqueville topped Axel 40-14. The Baylor women try to stop a two-game skid on the road to Kansas State tonight. The Bears beat the Wildcats 89-48 in their previous meeting. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC women are also on the road tonight against Cisco. Bill Brock's team is 20. Twenty-one and two on the year, and ranked ninth in the nation heading into that game. The Philadelphia Eagles have lost their top two assistants to head coaching jobs. Offensive coordinator Shane Steichen has been hired by Indianapolis, and defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon will lead the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at you.
0: All right, it's 8.30. Welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Jeff Wilson from Rangers today. And Jeff is uh, in beautiful Surprise, Arizona. Jeff, uh, welcome to Baseball 2023. We've got we've got spring training getting started today.
14: Yeah, and uh, I'm going to correct you. It was not beautiful yesterday. <laughs> it uh it was it was it didn't get above fifty until like two o'clock and then when I'm driving to dinner last night, I drove into a, a hail storm and it was it was it was pea sized hail, so it wasn't like I was you know golf ball or anything. But it put down like a sheet of ice on the highway and people here, believe me, do not know how to handle that. <laughs> well yeah, and and it was a it was a mess. I mean I made it to dinner fine, but um it's bright and sunny right now. It's only supposed to be about fifty five, but it, it looks a little more beautiful today.
1: All right.
0: We'll get to the Rangers and all that in just a minute, but I, I we had a conversation this morning in, in a discussion. and I want to get your thoughts the the rule changes that are being implemented, and there are several and several key ones. What what are your overall thoughts on, on the rule okay. changes? The you know the, the the number of times you could throw over the pitch clock. I mean, just you know, there's sure. four or five major ones. What are your, What are your thoughts?
14: Well, I think I think the thirty thousand foot view is that baseball is trying to make itself more popular and, and getting fans back in the game fans who don't have three or four hours to sit down and watch a ball game. So I think, I think that's the, the number one thing, you know, but it um, was the the pitch clock is, and, and has been successful in triple A there's, you can't, you can't deny it. I mean, the triple A pace of play has increased significantly. So uh, from a business perspective, it's, it's really good. Now the players are going to have trouble with it. I think, I think the, I think the pitch clock is going to be as big a deal for hitters as it is for for pitchers. You know, you have the hitters who step out and, um, you know, adjust their gloves and, and adjust their cups and spit and all that stuff. And uh, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. You know, they need to be in the batter's box too. So uh, I, I think, I think it's going to help pitchers because, you know, they want to get into a tempo. They want to work fast. They, and it's going to help defenders who don't aren't lulled to sleep behind some reliever who's taking a minute between pitches. So I think that's good. Uh, the stolen base, a lost start in baseball, you know, it, it, it's got a chance to come back and be a factor again. Um, but there's going to be confusion. <laughs> and they've got all the spring training to get it worked out. But even even those first couple months of the season, I think there are going to be some some issues. You know, old habits are hard to break.
2: Jeff, did the Rangers do enough in the all season to improve this offense?
14: Uh, you know, they are if, if you look at what they they did, then no, because they didn't do anything. You know they, they are they are relying heavily on on Mitch Garver and Josh Young uh, to be productive players. You know the, Garver, who had the the basically elbow surgery at, in July last year, and and then Young, who everybody's been waiting for for two years. You know, he's he's not hurt, which is a rarity in spring training for him. So, um, but they need to be good for this offense to be good. Otherwise, you got the same the same group you had last year.
0: How different, Jeff, will this Ranger team look? I mean, look, you, you, you got a general manager now that's running the show by himself. He doesn't have anybody looking over his shoulder. Or, you know, uh, you got a new manager. You got a new coaching staff. Uh, how, how different will this Ranger
14: team look? I think a lot. You know, first of all, they're, they're a pitching team now. You know, I mean, if, if everybody is healthy. Uh, this this team believes it's going to win with pitching, and then it's going to win with a lot of close games. So, you know, if Jacob Degrom is healthy, I mean, I, I was not not that I not that I gamble, guys, but I was looking at uh, American League futures bets, and Jacob Degrom at one book was the the betting favorite to win the American League Cy Young award. I mean, that's that's how good this guy is, and it's reputation alone at this point because of his injury history. But if he if he's good, the Rangers are going to be in, in really good shape. Of course, there's you know when there's five starters and and they all have injury histories and the Rangers are gonna have to manage that. But it's a pitching first team, so that's that's going to be really different. And then I think I really think that they're going to be more old school. You know, I mean Bruce Bochy and Mike Maddox, the pitching coach, they've adapted. They, you have to adapt to stay in the game. But there's going to be a lot more gut calls than going to the numbers. And I think that that's going to be refreshing. I think the players are going to like that. I think the team's just going to be a little more happy. So I, I think that they're going to get off from a happy point, you know, a, a positive mental mindset, and then uh, let the first month or two play out and see where it goes.
2: Doesn't bringing Mike Maddox just make this rotation automatically better having him in that clubhouse?
14: Yeah, it does. And 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 what he does is he in, he's a he's a big in instilling confidence that's one of the the best things that he does one of his best traits and he makes hitters believe and you know conviction is is the word that he's used since 2009 and when he first became the rangers pitching coach and you know it's it's true you throw strikes you trust your stuff and when they do it when the pitchers do it and they see that they can be successful with it then it it kind of takes off i mean if you look at the rangers the best rotation in rangers history they had a converted two converted relievers, CJ Wilson and Alexi They and Matt Harrison, Colby Lewis. So this is a, a, a rotation that didn't have like superstar guys. Yet they went out there and they pitched the Raiders to the to the World Series. So I think that, uh, and a lot of that had to do with Mike Maddox and and these guys being able to to be confident. He's also tremendous at game planning. And I think that, that he can identify a lineup, a hitter's weak spot. And I think that's going to be really, really big too.
0: You mentioned old school and the Rangers may play some old school baseball. Uh, with the, with the other rule change of, of the, of the shift, you got to have two on the left side of the second base bag, two infielders on the right side of the second base bag. Will that put the yeah. bunt back into play, particularly for the Rangers?
14: I don't think so. I think, I think we're to the, the point now in the, uh, in, in analytics and, and in the game, where the bunt really is disliked, and then you know people really believe that you're giving up an out and giving up a chance to do damage. I think I think there'll be situations like I bet the Bruce Boche in the extra innings with with a runner at second. If he's in, if, if the Rangers need a run, he's going to bump the guy to third. You know, and, and that's something that we've talked about how it drives us crazy that teams can't do that. So I I think that'll happen. Um, but you know the infield shift, it's going to help Corey Seager a lot. Uh, he, he lost the most hits in the majors to the shift last year. So we're curious about, the, about that, but um, it's, it is, it is going to be a little bit different now You know, to what degree the limits of the rules are pushed. will be interesting to see, you know, if, is a guy on the dirt and to the left of second base you know, is scoring a, a secret to the left of second base technically, but like he's a step away from, from being on the other side of the infield. I don't, I don't know how all that's going to shake out, but um it's it's definitely going to be better for offenses i believe
2: when you look at this team coming into spring training is there a name that jumps off the roster to you that you're excited to see that that mike can be a surprise opening day
14: uh yeah i don't know if you can get excited about a middle innings reliever but i, I really like kyle cody i think i think kyle cody has a chance to make this team you know he's if you remember the 2020 season, he came up, uh, pitched in uh, late August and, and September, and was great. Everybody thought he was going to make the rotation the next year. He didn't. He ended up in the, in the bullpen. He got hurt, and he missed all of the last season. So I, I think uh, you know he's healthy and, and kind of back at it. Uh, his stuff's returned. His velocity's returned, and, and the Rangers aren't going to try to start him. They, they think that his role is, is strictly the bullpen. So I look forward to seeing him. He's a good guy. He's a great basketball player and a great football player in high school. he's like Mr. Wisconsin. so um, he's, a, he's just an all-around athlete and then then offensively I mean, he's not off the radar, but I really think the rules changes are, are going to help Bubba Thompson. And, and he could be a weapon for this team with his speed with the pickoff throws limited you know he, he came when he came up last year from from Round Rock he had like 47 or 48 bases under those rules. So And and now the bases are larger, so so you're saving like, I don't know, six or eight inches between first and second. That can be a big difference. So I, I think that if, if Bubba has shown some improvements at the plate, he can work his way into this lineup, and they can do some things with, with his legs.
0: Visiting with Jeff Wilson from Rangers today, he's in surprise where the Rangers begin camp. With with the new manager and in, in the new system, besides introducing how they want things done, what are some of the things the Rangers have got to get done in this in this spring training before opening
14: day, yeah. Well, they've got to be better with the fundamentals, and it's not just like catching the ball that's hit to you. And, they have, and obviously, they have to do that because these pitchers are gonna are gonna get a lot of weak contact, and and that's gonna be important to you know helping win games. But you saw you saw times last year when guys threw to the wrong base from the outfield. And when runners just did boneheaded stuff, you know, and, and you, you just can't have that, especially when you're going to be playing close games. So I think that's going to be a huge emphasis. Uh, Mike Maddox has, has dragged his brother, Greg, who you guys might've heard of. He's in camp early on. He, he won 18 gold gloves, you know, and in addition to the 354 games or whatever it was, uh, he's here. He's going to help the pitchers clean up their fielding. It's it's really important for, for the Rangers to play clean baseball. And I think if you look at, at Bruce Bochy's teams uh, in, in San Francisco, they didn't have like these outstanding, outstanding defensive players. I'm mean, to have Brandon Crawford who's really good, but you know, th- this is a, a team that just played clean and knew what it was doing. And so that's how, that's how they won and and that's how winning teams win and the Rangers You know, that's part of the reason why Chris Woodward was fired. Uh, They they lost track of the fundamentals. So I I think that's a vital, vital thing this camp.
2: Back when the Rangers were making their run in the heyday, they had probably the best farm system or one of the best farm systems in baseball. Are the Rangers getting close to that again? Where is their farm system right now?
14: Uh, Yeah, you know, a couple of the industry publications have come out and they're they're top 10. They're, I think Athletic had them seventh and somebody else had them eighth, um, which is a massive jump from where they were uh, really in 2021 when they're in the, the mid-20s. So, um, And, and, and I, frankly, I think if Josh Young had had a better year uh, last year, a, a healthier year, if, if Jack Leiter had had a good year last year, I think they'd be higher. So I think that the, the big thing for the farm system last year was, A, they didn't trade anybody away, and then, B, they didn't have like the catastrophic rash of injuries that they've been going through. So, you know, you, you see these pitchers who are, who aren't coming off of injury. They're, they're on a, a right development track now. And so it's, it's, it is exciting. Like the, the, the depth from high a to triple a and, and starting pitching is, is probably might be the mess in baseball. Honestly, they're, they're, they're going to have some really interesting things to do to make sure that guys are, are getting the innings at the levels they need to be at. So, uh, that's good. You know, position player wise, they're a little bit younger. You know, their their top uh, top position player prospects are going to be a Double A, which is fine. You know, that's not that far away. But um, this farm system is good. And 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 it and if you know, you you worry about the bullpen. There are some great arms that are going to be in Triple A that all have options that are going to be able to shuttle back and forth when if if the bullpen has injuries or, or just has a guy who's 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 not getting it done.
0: Visiting with uh with Jeff Wilson from Rangers today. Jeff, let's talk about a local kid uh played at Baylor, uh, Davis Wenzel. What what's his situation? Yeah. I know he's been injured and in you know and it's kind of a crowded third base. What is his situation?
14: Uh-huh. Well, you know the foremost thing for Davis is he's got to stay healthy, you know. He he keeps getting getting hurt. And they're not like these catastrophic injuries, but they're little nagging things that just he can't seem to get over. So that's, that's first, you know, he's not in big league camp this year for the first time. Uh, and I, well, since he, since he was drafted. So that, that's, that's kind of tells you that he's, he's not on the radar. They want him to to be healthy. They want him to, to get through his offseason and spring training. Correct. But he hit a lot of home runs last year at triple A, even though he, he didn't have a great average, he, he found some power. That was something that, that he had worked on the previous offseason. Um, he, he, there is a crowd at third. You're absolutely right, but he can play a lot of positions. I mean, they had him play shortstop last year. He can play second, you know. And you guys probably remember when he came to Baylor. He was a catcher. I mean, he can do a lot of things. He he played the outfield, so uh, there there's always a place for a guy like that. But he has to stay healthy, and that's that's the number one thing. If he does that, um, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all if he's in the major leagues at some point this year.
2: Do the Rangers have somebody tagged as a DH in this? In this lineup, or is that going to be a rotating position?
14: Well, a lot of it's going to depend on how healthy Mitch Garver is, and if he's a, if he's a full go and he's able to catch, then I think that the the plan now is to use him there on the days that Jonah Heim is catching, and then uh, if if they want to give Heim true days off, they can do that, but they can also let him DH. So I think it's going to be catcher, and and then whoever isn't in left field that day, you know, left field is going to look like a platoon. Um, so I think that there's there's a couple ways to do it, and then they can still use it to give uh, Corey Seager a day off his feed or, or Josh Young a day off his feed, something like that. But uh, it's not like a it's not like the traditional DH. You know, there's no Greg Luzinski sitting there to DH. It's it's going to be a, it's going to be kind of a, a fill fill as needed, uh, but probably Mitch Garver will get most of the at bats.
2: Why why does base baseball has changed at that position because Used to, you might go get a guy that that can't play every day in the field but still has a big bat and utilize him as your DH. Yeah. Now, that's kind of became a utility player. If you're not in the field, you're DHing today. If you're in the field, then so-and-so's right. DHing today. Why do clubs not go and, and find that big bat that they can utilize on a day-to-day
14: basis? Well, I I I, I, I think – there are teams that do it. I think that you know the winning teams that have a have a you know a, a full a roster full of position players who they know aren't going to sit guys who are everyday players. There there are some teams like that that that, that do utilize DH that way. But uh, it, you know roster flexibility has become this huge thing in baseball where where you can manipulate the off the, the lineup. You can use the bench and and not really skip a beat. Um, and, and it is it is a tool to to give guys rest you know i mean it's it's a big deal when you can get uh Corey Seeger off his feet uh for three hours a game you know when, when he's not out on the turf or or, where, or whatever standing in the dirt it it takes pressure off his legs, takes pressure off his back, keeps his bat in the lineup so there there's there's a a use for it in that way too but it it, it definitely this isn't definitely changed there's no question about it.
0: Before cactus league games start, what are some of the things that? Uh, and I know you mentioned what the pitchers will be doing, but talk a little bit about how in depth they get with these with these professional baseball players on, on fundamentals uh, in these practice sessions before they start playing cactus league games.
14: Well, first of all, you know a lot of these guys should they should know what they're doing, but you know there is also a trend in baseball where you got to get you know the young guys got to got to come up and young young guys get rushed through the farm system and you know they missed the season in 2020 and uh that that I mean that's a big deal and then um so they're behind and the game is just kind of behind fundamentally. I remember talking to Ron Washington in 2020 uh after they had the the little summer camp and all that stuff and he just said the baseball right now is bad. You know nobody knows nobody knows how to how to play the game right. So, you know, you saw a lot of balls and things like that, and it's gotten cleaned up for sure. And the winning teams have figured it out. But the Rangers have had a bunch of young guys in the lineup, in and out of the lineup, and it's kind of bitten them. And, and um, so, you know, they have a bunch of coaches. You know, it's, they have the major league staff, but minor league camp doesn't start until uh, March seventh or March sixth. So, all the minor league coaches are here too, and they're going to be working with, with guys, and they're going to you know, they're going to meet. We're going to discuss things. And there'll be immediate correction on the field if, if something doesn't go right. You now, I mean, honestly, they do do this. If a guy makes a mistake, he has to do it again. It's just like <laughs> it's just like my son's little league team the other night. You know, they, they, if they miss their grounder, they had to do it again. So um, there's going to be an emphasis on it. And and then you know, there's a lot of cage work. These you know, they get on the field at at 10 o'clock now, but hitters get there. They work in the cage before they go on the field. So. Everybody gets a lot of reps, and I think that's kind of been missing the last the last few springs with all the disruptions because of COVID.
0: Jeff, tell us a little bit about Rangers today. Where can we find it? How can we get it?
14: Well, as you guys know, RangersDay.com. It's five ninety nine a month, uh, thirty five for six months, or sixty dollars for a year. Look, it's it's cheap. Um, it's it's as thorough as coverage as you'll get out here on the on the whole organization because I really cover the farm system hard you know it's it's such a vital part to a a team success so um sign up i'm in arizona i'm coming i'm coming this is the first of three trips uh we do a podcast too so if you're looking for really good rangers coverage that is not 15 dollars a month i'm your guy
0: all right rangers today it's jeff wilson hey jeff thanks we'll talk to you again soon
14: all right fellas i appreciate you as always
0: have a great day boy you want to talk about great coverage jeff does a superb job of keeping you Informed, I get a, I get, you know, I'm a member. I get, I, I get, I get at least one article a day. I mean, and it's, it's, it's an in depth look at the rangers and it's good stuff it really really is all right uh, we are presented by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram your friend of the car business and we're brought to you in part by advanced foundation repair look if you feel like you've got a problem with with your home's foundation let advanced foundation repair come out and do an inspection for you they'll show you where your home is is within building tolerances or you may need some work they'll they'll explain more precisely where any work should begin and equally as important, where the work should end. They'll uh, match real-time measurements to the physical evidence of movement in your home, uh, facilitate good communication and expectations for the work that will be done. In, in other words, no surprises. You want to know more? Simple. I mean, this is about as simple as it gets. FixitJimmy.com. FixitJimmy.com. Man, oh, man, you're going you're gonna to love doing business with these folks. They are a lot of fun. Advanced Found- they do some of the funniest radio commercials. Advanced Foundation Repair. FixitJimmy.com.
8: Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: The Bears headed to Lawrence to take on Kansas this Saturday. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday.
8: Baylor Bear Basketball. With Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas.
1: your first word in sports. Game time weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers. Only see dealer for details.
10: Richard Carr's lot is loaded with new GMC Sierra trucks and they have got to go. A hardcore work truck with a luxury interior. GMC Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now step up to a premium grade Sierra SLT crew cab and save thousands or get 2.9% financing with no payments for 90 days on most Sierra 1500s in stock. Call now, get here now or log on now and drive home your GMC Sierra from Richard car today.
6: Michigan, they have the truck for you. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with Bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
11: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. In high school girls basketball playoff action last night. La Vega dominated Gerald 83-13 and will next play Thursday in Bryan against Houston Yates. Also last night, Crawford beat Reese 46-28 and Bosqueville topped Axel 40-14. The Baylor women try to stop a two-game skid on the road to Kansas State tonight. The Bears beat the Wildcats 89-48 in their previous meeting. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC women are also on the road tonight against Cisco. Bill Brock's team is 20. 20- one and two on the year, and ranked ninth in the nation heading into that game. The Philadelphia Eagles have lost their top two assistants to head coaching jobs. Offensive coordinator Shane Steichen has been hired by Indianapolis, and defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon will lead the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Sports Center, every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 8.54, six away from nine. This
0: is game time. Your first word in sports, Tom Ward and Ryan. As we uh, put the finishing touches on it. John Morris at three and Matt Mosley at four today. Ward, Derek Carr yes. released. Mm-hmm. Four or five teams. No surprise. And he, I think he was wise not to take the trade. Oh, there's no doubt. Now he gets to go do his own deal. Mm-hmm. Where does he go? Is he a starter? Is he a high yes. price backup?
2: No, he's a starter.
0: Where? Anybody know?
2: Uh, is he a
0: Saint? Is he a Jet?
2: Is he a Carolina Panther? There's three possibilities. Green Bay's a possibility. It's not guaranteed that Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay. Tampa, maybe? Tampa's. Yeah. Possibility. I mean, there's, there's teams out there that, that could use Derek Carr right now.
0: I promised I would quit talking about Aaron Rodgers, but with the Derek Carr situation, I mean – do we think Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay? I certainly do. I, I don't think he goes anywhere. I don't think there's a trade. I don't think there's – I mean, he plays football in Green Bay next September. Mm.
2: I don't think it's guaranteed. That depends on Aaron Rodgers and after his hiatus. If he doesn't want to be in Green Bay, he won't be in Green Bay.
3: He's got to have his darkness retreat
0: first. He's having his darkness retreat. Yes, he is. Uh, it'd cost the Packers a lot of money to try to move him, wouldn't it? A lot well, of money.
2: I mean, if the Packers are wanting to tear it down, which at times it's looked like that because they hadn't gotten any many help, but if they want to completely tear it down, then go get draft picks and get rid of him.
0: Well, we're going to see as the offseason unfolds. It's uh, 8.56. That's going to do it for us. Again, John's at, uh, up at 3 and Matt's here at 4. and We're right back tomorrow at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.